Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Missing a tool? Ask Live about from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, based on data from it's the NPD 2021. required for Crowd's amazing. They're, they're pretty loud when we do something. And there's been some times where we haven't done a whole lot. And there's been some two-to-one games. And, you know, the players, they don't really love traveling in the middle of the week. But once we get there, I know that they're glad we're there. And that's kind of the way I look at it. I, I like playing there. It'd be easier to play at home. It makes it easier for the fans and that part of the state to be there. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Two hours down, one hour to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, Trent Daniel, all broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. We will get to Trigger Tuesday here in a little bit, as well as a Razor Hog update. I want to continue to hear from you. If you want to call or text in, 501-661-1037 is that number. You can get after us in the Asher Record Live fan feedback. After me on Twitter, at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And again, a Razorback Baseball happening tonight here in Dickey Stevens Park. And I also wanted to give uh, another good shout-out to, again to the Razorback softball team because people were tweeting at me. He's like, how come you guys haven't talked about the softball team? No, we, we've talked about the softball team, Courtney Dyfel, and winning two out of three there. So that's uh, that's awesome Big for them. too. Is that not that record? Was it record record weekend, I think, for I think them? I think so, maybe. yeah. Big yeah. crowds. And then I saw the viewership for, the I think, their game maybe the Saturday game or Sunday game was one of the most watched baseball softball combined. I think I saw a tweet about it. I have to find it, but Mm -hmm. that's impressive, man. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. Softball's come a long way just in college in general. Uh, Like, and think that of course the uh, SEC network and, you know, streaming and all that's helped, but no, it's amazing how some of these crowds, not just in Arkansas, but in the SEC in general, and, and people have really come around to softball and enjoying it, too. Fun game to watch, fast-paced, yeah. mm-hmm. fun games to go to. Yeah. yeah. So um, that's that's why it's starting to take off, because people realize that it is such a good sport to watch. Yeah, and it's the energy, too. Like, they, yeah, all their players a have a lot of energy, and it's not to the way of, uh, like you talked about, the stuff you hate, you yeah. know, like the, the, the bat flips and the, the flips, are, you know, kind of doing all that stuff. They but. do some good celebrations, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, you never, I, at least I have. Like at least the showboat and stuff. What right. I, yeah. Yeah, it's not like I look at it as like, okay, you're showing somebody up. Yeah. It's more just like, yeah. you know, fun things, yeah. you know. That's, at least that's how I view it. But, uh, yeah, it's not like, a, what was it, I forgot the Tennessee's batter. When he's rounding first, he flips off the outfield mm-hmm. over there. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, you're not really doing that type of stuff yeah. going on. So, yeah. Yeah, I know that's uh, that's your worst nightmare. Over there, I think, you know, like with college baseball, the way it's taken off the TV. I mean, it's softball maybe equally, if not more, has helped their game out. You know, their viewership and people want to go watch. I mean, being able to see on TV, okay, yeah. I mean, I, I can get into that. So, no question, that's helped. Yeah, and uh, even like soccer, it, just a lot of sports just now being accessible via the streaming apps mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yeah, that that stuff that's that's really really blown it up too. So. Uh, it's it's awesome. Even gymnastics, I still don't know what's going on, but yeah. I try try to watch it. And, like I don't know what's a good score or not, but I try to watch it. So uh, let's see. First Arkansas Bank Trust text line. Tim in North Little Rock says, "Love the show, guys, today." But I believe Phil Elson called Kevin Cops pitch a slurve, if I'm not mistaken. So. It was slurve. I mean, it, it did all sorts of things, man. Like the you'd see the velo on it, and it would be slur. It'd be it almost be like a curveball. I mean, it it just did so many things that he just manipulated that pitch. You know, mm-hmm. it was incredible. Yeah, also, slider curve. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, like, cause again, I was saying uh, during the break that you're just watching the highlights of Trent or uh, highlights of uh, Kevin Copps and just seeing 
the way it was just like it yep. was just weird. It was weird. It looked weird. It just it, you don't see anything like it. So. You had a bit of cutter in there also. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yep. it, it was literally just like the uh, the supreme pizza of of pitches, where yeah. it just had a little bit of everything on it. Well, because he, you know, he'd he'd sneak that fastball in there, be like ninety two or something like that, and you'd see the an eighty eight, and you'd see an eighty one, you'd see maybe a seventy six. You know, like he was just. Uh, kept him off balance to say the least. I mean, like, great hitters that just look foolish often it was incredible, man. As a pitcher, did you uh, was did the, would your catcher be the one that calls your pitches? Do you call the pitches? How how did that work so as far as when you my, my first year I played James McCann was my catcher. Pretty he good. Ca- he called everything. <laughs> we our uh, coach Dorn had a lot of trust in James for obvious reasons, and then Jake Wise was my catcher too. He's a mm-hmm. great catcher and. For the most part, unless things were just going real bad, he would take over. But he trusted guys like like you see Hobbs do. Yeah, yeah. Because I've always I see uh, with the technology now, like the, some stuff. It's like earpieces yeah. and and everything's changed. Where yeah, and the watches. You know, they're looking at the. You yeah. Know, I don't know if you see all the other teams. We don't do that, but they're looking. You know, they they yeah. look at it right there and they step on the mount and go. So. so how was the how did the signals work or, or like was it something that it was like some common was it the same thing all season long? How we did, had a set of signal. I mean with with guys nobody on it was a quick pitch and location, you know like 1 2 fastball down the middle or you know however you want to put it in and then we had a series of different signs that you'd either talk about before the inning or the catcher would come out and tell you which one we're doing and it, it's just different now with how they're they can hear, you know, everything in the catcher with the earpiece. But yeah, we had a we had that system, and then Coach Jorn had a he had a sheet, and each inning it would change, and he would go through numbers um, to the catcher, and then he would look at his sleeve or whatever he had on and, and drop down that pitch. Okay, yeah, I always wonder how that worked out. Yeah, the the coaches get involved in the calls themselves, or is it just about setting everything up? Yeah, I think they do. Um, I know Coach. He, uh, Coach Jorn, he had that that sheet, and our guys maybe worry about other teams catching on to what you're you're signaling in. He would change it out every inning or every other inning, and it's a totally different set um, of of pitches for sure. So you had to like relearn them pretty much every time, or yeah. Signals uh, well, that? he would he would signal those in to the catcher, and he would look down his arm and see. You know, he basically go down a column here and then a row and know exactly what was you know what was being called okay uh also from the asher regular life and feedback will says those uh brett since you're talking about brett eibner he says those eibner years were an offensive juggernaut especially with the old composite and alloy yeah. bats trent the cardinals are undefeated this month have to find some positivity somewhere <laughs> <laughs> yeah hey, let's ride that the second day of the month yeah let's roll with that one for yeah. sure yeah because you, you're a cardinals fan yeah okay. yeah i mean uh I'm not gonna sit here and act like I'm some diehard die Cardinals yeah. fan, but yeah, I've, I've just with when the Travelers had Cardinal in their farm system, I grew up, and it was just kind of how that was. And I think I've talked about Rick Ankiel on here, guys like that. So I just kind of grew into that, and I've, I've really always liked. I've gone to a few games there. I love the stadium, and their fans are always into it. You know, great environment, and and then you know the World Series and some really good players that have always played there. So I would say that's my team, but. I'm not sitting here following every pitch, no. Mm. Now, you did talk about Ankiel before as as far as a player that you watch, but how about patterning your game after certain players? Yeah, you know, Cole Hamels was a lefty. Uh, you, could call him, you could call him crafty. He was, you know, low to mid-90s, but he can kind of control the game with his change-up and control the runners really well and had a good demeanor out there. It was never too high or too low. You know, didn't show a ton of motion. I've, that was kind of how I played, more even kill a little bit, and so those guys I kind of gravitated to watching growing up, and I really did always enjoy watching Cole Hamels. I don't know if you remember, he pitched for the Phillies for a yeah, while. Yeah. and So that was a guy I really, really liked to watch and see how he, you know, played the game. Yeah, because he, uh, uh, he, he was part of that World Series team, yeah. right? That, that ended up winning it, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that Phillies team had a lot of, a lot of great players on it as well. So uh, let's go back to the phone line. Savage is in Cabot. What's up, Savage? What's up, fellas? Real quick, Trent, you know, I've watched a lot of baseball. and watching Vanderbilt. It looks like that. It's not, I know it's not an Apple Watch, but, you know, what's your thoughts on the, the things that they wear looking at the play calls? And then the Arkansas-Tennessee game, you know, even though we benefited from it, I didn't agree with the call at the plate when they called obstruction. Isn't that, the, isn't that the, the way the game's supposed to be blocked the plate? Isn't that, you know, I didn't agree with that call. What's your thoughts on that, John? I'll get off here. 
I appreciate that. Yeah, so that you know, all their technology stuff is new to me. I mean, it's as new to me as anybody else watching the game. But I mean, I know it's all about speeding the game up and this and that. Um, I personally like, I like the chances to still sign. There's there's certain aspects of the game that have now been removed by all of that stuff. You know, there's the watch or the the sleeve on the arm, and it's funny to me because back then I couldn't even have a simple hair tie or little band on my wrist without the umpire no you got to have that you can take that off it's you know deceiving you know the hitters can't see which i never got now they got this half sleeve on their arms and all that which is just odd to me you know like what change now but um the apple watch that like that's pretty much what it is and they're seeing their pitch I, i don't have any experience in that and all that but uh i don't know really know how i feel about it, it it's different to see a guy looking at a, a watch on his wrist but that's just where we're at now it's speeding the game up and then the obstruction thing um uh, the rule i mean the rule is i'm trying to think of how that rule played out I'm trying to remember that play yeah because exactly. it was the, it was in the softball game and then what it was is oh it was he's in talking games, about, okay I, I assume that's what he's talking about because arkansas tennessee and softball uh it was in game two I missed and, that. and yeah, it was. I I thought it was weird too because it looked like a, a play where the Tennessee catcher got the ball was right there and, and was in the baseline and like tagged her out and it hit her in the head and you know or in the helmet or whatever and counted it out. But then they reviewed it and they said it was an obstruction. So I didn't think it was an obstruction either. I was happy that it benefited Arkansas. Yeah. But uh, I don't yeah. know softball. I, I'm pretty sure baseball. You cannot block the plate whatsoever till you have the ball. Then you can make a move into the baseline. I think. I think we had a play like that baseball team where it it was a judgment call on that, and I, I think it was the wrong call when you went back and looked at it that he was blocking it. And I know that's how it used to be. You used to be able to do all that, truck the catcher and all those things. But <laughs> back in the glory days. Safety, yeah, for player safety, I mean, the Buster Posey injury sticks in my mind. I mean, I, I get those changes, but um, I don't think you can block it at all now until you have the ball and make a move to tag the runner. Okay. Yeah, player safety. That's yeah. where all sports are going, and if they can do anything to take it out and, uh, you know, make an emphasis on making sure the players stay yeah. safe, that's what they're wanting to do. Because then that happened to, was it Buster Posey? Yeah. That, oh, yeah. Uh, got, bad. Got, yeah, got nailed in it. Like, I mean, just, just was it both knees or just the one? Well, I never, his, very, his leg yeah. Yeah. caught yeah. under him. His leg was pretty much just yeah. Yeah. blown up. I just remember it was really bad, and there was like, hey, man, you know, you can't, can't be doing these things anymore, so... Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Things have again. Talk about things yeah. that have changed in uh, in baseball for sure. And that's for the catcher. I mean, yeah. not let alone the runner. Yeah, there could be injuries with the runner yeah. and having and that, that type sure. of impact. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Asher Record Life and feedback comes from Emma. Uh, she says, John, two questions for your studio guest, Trent Daniel. Uh, what is your hidden hobby that most folks may not know about that you enjoy? And what is your favorite outdoor summer activity, such as rock climbing, hiking, kayaking, or etc.? Well, uh, I'd say outdoor activity is going to the lake. Grew up on Lake Hamilton. Uh, still enjoy doing that, you know, going down there on the weekend, even if it's for a day. Um, summer activity. I do work outside, so I don't want to sit here and be outside all the time, to be honest. I'm in a 100-degree heat as it is. But, um, yeah, I would say I'd say hit, hit, heading to Lake Hamilton is definitely something we still do as a family and and meet up with friends out there and all those sorts of things. Um, was it a hobby? Yeah, hidden hobby. Hidden hobby. Uh, I play some Call of Duty. So. There you go. There you go. <laughs> that's a good uh, one. I play in that. I, I devil in that a little bit. Um, I'd say that's probably, that might be one of my biggest ones. And then, you know, i got a two-year-old running around. So chasing him around, doing things with him um, as he's growing up is something I've really, you know, grown to love and get used to. And I really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. You're going to be a baseball star, though, right? Oh, yeah. Sure. He, I've got some videos. He's, he's two years old and... He got mad at me for putting the ball on the tee. He can hit. He can hit live pitch. Me tossing it to him already. It's incredible, oh, man. man. So all right. Well, that's yeah. that's good to know. Hopefully that, they, that he becomes a Razorback and yep. you know gives us good three great years and who knows uh, uh, at that point in time. Home, yep. you know, I don't know if Dave Van Horn will still be coaching by that point yeah, in time. Putting but some calls in. Yeah, there you go. Start doing some recruiting early. Start doing some recruiting early. Too. He's going to be well ahead of his time when it does come time yeah. for T ball here in a couple of years. Yeah. yeah, that's one of those things. I'm not going to force any of that on him, but he. 
grab the. I mean, he wants to hit the ball. He gets home from school, and you know, I'll go pick him up after this, and he's ready to. He's ready to do it. He loves it, and I'm all about it, of course. So, oh, yeah. it, it, I really do enjoy it. Yeah. So uh, I guess it's. Uh, I mean, again, if he is into baseball too, it just makes you wonder if. Uh, He's going to be, try to go down the path of dad, be a pitcher, or if he's going to try to be the hitter type or whatever. So. There's no Right now, he's a slugger, for yeah. sure. No <laughs> yeah. question. So he, he's probably ahead of me than I ever was hitting at that age, there's no doubt. Yeah. Even double his age. But um, there is baseball lineage in our family, so I'm not surprised that he's kind of drawn to that already at his age. It's just kind of wired into his genetics. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing is, like, you know, we talk about player safety and stuff. There's so many parents and families out there that have talked about oh you know with football and the dangers that come along with it and, and everything it's like you know start playing baseball or some other sports mm-hmm. uh just to you know try to you know no concussions or right. at least not you know none of the major issues that come along with it too so yeah but uh i guess uh uh well speaking of football yeah. first arkansas bank and trust text line brian gonna six people yeah. this year they should <laughs> I, I mean everything they got a lot of guys back at a good quarterback um I think he was a sophomore this past year, a dual threat. Big. I mean, it reminds me of KJ already, his size and stuff. And I had heard with some of the coaches that worked for us over the summer, we had heard about him years ago. They said, Ledbetter is a real deal. He's great. You know, he's winning all these things. The best QB that's going to come through, I think he was a seventh or eighth grader at the time, and he's just now coming up. I can't remember his name, of course, but um, it's, it's going to be hard to doubt Buck James and them for sure. Now, uh, Kirk Bach is now, he's been named the athletic director. That he was the OC and stuff, so that'll maybe affect a little bit. But there's no doubt in my mind he's going to be out there still around them. There's a lot of qu- uh, quarterbacks here in the state that are either you know about to be graduating high school or just up and coming that are going to be highly regarded, highly yeah. recruited guys. You know, uh, uh, I guess is it the kid? Uh, it's uh, Little Rock's uh, Christian, mm-hmm. right? Uh, got the offer from Auburn, uh, and of course uh, I think it's Kane Archer is his name in Greenwood. People have been yeah, talking he's him. Yeah, he's going to be a sophomore next year. Yeah, so he was a freshman this past yeah, year. Yeah, just wild. So it looks like there's a lot of good, which is, is he great. Baseball too. It seems like those green. There's they have to. It seems like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's so much talent. And then it seems like they're this guy's mid 90s and he's a, you know all state quarterback. Yeah, because I think uh, in fact it's funny you brought that up because I remember Tyler Wilson, yeah. um, friends with Tyler, and he, he I remember he told me that when he first got to Arkansas. Uh, he wanted to play football and baseball. Mm-hmm. He wanted to pitch, and I guess he talked to Dave and all that. And Petrino said, "Absolutely not. Yep. You are not going to do that." Shocker. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But because uh, yeah, that's, I think that's a lost art. We've talked about this before. People need to play, like you need to have more dual sport yeah, athletes in college. I mean, I, I know they run into each other, and you're training different things. But man, hey, it worked out for Jameis Winston, yeah. Kyler Murray. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, there needs to be more of that. I feel like it's all about specialists now, though. Yeah. Yeah. You know, each coach is wanting to be selfish in a sense. Yeah. And kind of yep. limit that. Yeah. Because I, I was trying to think of the last one that at Arkansas that played. Nolan. Yeah. Yeah. Connor, Connor Nolan. Nolan. Yeah, yeah. I guess was the last one. Then he probably rightfully under the Chad Morris era decided yeah. to go with That's an easy. <laughs> I'm just going to focus on pitching. Yeah. Yeah. Start, start going with that. <laughs> um, but because uh, we know there's been football, basketball that's happened yeah. uh, quite a few times too. But I still feel like football, baseball has happened maybe as often. It doesn't seem to happen too much. I, the Tyler Wilson thing is wild, man. I mean, if if Petrino doesn't get hired, he's an, he's an LSU Tiger. I don't know if you've heard, listened to his podcast. Mm-hmm. I think it was a hog pod maybe, but he talked about that. It was kind of like, wow. Can you imagine him? I mean, like I don't even think about that, him being LSU playing <laughs> against us. But yeah. Yeah. If Petrino came and saw him as soon as he was hired, I think he was up there visiting with, with Bobby and brought him in. Yeah, because I, I don't know if it was something with – if, if Nutt didn't recruit him or maybe they – uh, you know, he just didn't want to play. I, I don't know what it was, but it was something yeah. like that yeah. where he just didn't have the interest in Arkansas until Petrino came along and, and everything. So the rest is history. Same yeah. thing with Ryan Mallett. You know, he was went to Michigan, mm-hmm. you know, but grew up a Razorback fan. Then he comes back, and, and again, rest is history. So yeah. Yeah, it's amazing how those things play out for sure. Uh, let's see. we got just a few minutes here. Let's jump into your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! On by 
Nine days! This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. All right, so for your Razor Hog Update, Arkansas baseball playing tonight in North Little Rock. So what does old Dave Van Horn have to say about playing in North Little Rock? It's fun playing there. It always seems like the games are tight. Um, the crowd's amazing. They're, they're pretty loud uh, when we do something. And there's been some times where we haven't done a whole lot. I and mean, there's been some two-to-one games and not much going on. Um, but it's uh, – it, I think, you know, the players, they don't really love traveling in the middle of the week. But once we get there, I know that they're glad we're there. And that's kind of the way I look at it. I, 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 I like playing there. Um, it'd be easier to play at home. But it's, I, I think that it makes it easier for the fans in that part of the state to get there if they really want to watch us. Also, Dave Van Horn mentioned who's going to be starting tonight for the Razorback. I think we're going to start Coyle and just let him go an inning or two. Just, uh, just to let him start. He's a star. And, uh, I mean, then after that, it's... I'm not going to say it's going to be scripted, but almost. It's like an inning, two inning, you number do. of pitches. You know? We just got to do the best we can. That game's happening tonight. Razorback softball also got the series victory over Tennessee, and Coach Diefel was pretty fired up about it. They just stayed the course, and they competed their butts off all weekend. I mean, I thought we played really well on Saturday, too, and we and we just didn't get the win. Um, and they just... They just fought. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm so proud of them. It was such a huge weekend, and um, obviously we saw Hannah Kamenzen step up big time. I mean, her two outings yesterday and today were outstanding, and uh, and then obviously combining or comboing her with Shanice works worked in our favor. Um, the other pitchers were ready too, and I, I felt great about them. We just really liked what Hall looked like um, against Tennessee's offense and. Um, but anyway, sorry, I'm rambling. I'm so proud of them. It was huge. They they just fought their, their butts off the entire weekend. And um, Tennessee is really, really tough. Um, and we're tough, too. So, big weekend for us. was a big weekend for them. Also, talking about Razorback football, Quincy McAdoo. Still don't know any update on him as far as the only thing we know is that he was involved in an automobile accident. He was transported to the Washington Regional Hospital. He's being treated for non-life-threatening injuries. He's in stable condition and recovering. So that's all we know right now. And there you have it. There's your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Trent, I know uh, you got to get out of here. you got to go pick up the kid, right? Is that, yeah, you know, got to do some dad stuff. That's it. Yeah. Hey, boy, we really appreciate you having on and coming in studio, man. It's always fun to catch up with you and hang out with you and talk a little Razorback baseball with you, man. Yeah, so thank, look, thanks as always, John, Joe, for having me in here and hanging out, man. I love it. Really enjoy it. Absolutely. Always we, a good time. We really appreciate Lift Truck Service yes. Center also being a big part of it, too, making it all possible each and every week. And uh, we'll have Trent on next Tuesday as well. But we also have a lot more here on Out of Bounds, including Trigger Tuesday coming up next, so stay with us. For interior, exterior, commercial, and residential painting, hire the pros at Serta Pro Painters. Get your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. This is SportsCenter. Arkansas football landed a transfer yesterday. Linebacker Jaheim Thomas from Cincinnati called the Hogs. Thomas had 70 tackles and two sacks last year. He's the seventh addition on defense from the portal this offseason. He'll have two years of eligibility remaining. Arkansas baseball gets back to action tonight as they face Lipscomb at Dickey Stevens Park in North Little Rock for their final midweek game. It'll be the first meeting between the two programs. Parker Coyle is expected to get the start for Arkansas. First pitch is set for 6 p.m. There will be no TV coverage. Radio coverage can be heard on the buzz. And in Major League Baseball, the Cubs beat the Nationals 5-1 behind a strong start from Drew Smiley, who threw for seven innings, allowing just one run. He has a 2.83 ERA on the season and is 3-1. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Springtime in Arkansas means we turn our attention to the many waterways our state has to offer. Nothing's more enjoyable than floating or fishing one of the great streams and rivers in the natural state. This spring, do it in style in a new kayak or canoe from Arch Marine in North Little Rock. For more than a century, Arkansans have come to Oaklawn to play, to bet, and to win. Now, we're coming to you. 
Introducing Oaklawn Sports, the new mobile betting app from Oaklawn. Bet anywhere in Arkansas. Download the app on Apple and Google Play and take advantage of first bet insurance up to $250. Oaklawn Sports, Arkansas's trusted brand. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. No one likes to see blue lights in their rearview mirror, but pulling over promptly and safely is the only smart option. Did you know that if you don't pull over for law enforcement, you could be charged with a Class B felony? That means up to 20 years in prison, $15,000 in fines, and the loss of your driver's license and vehicle. More importantly, fleeing from police puts innocent people at risk of being seriously injured or even killed. So, the next time you see blue lights in your rear view, be smart. Pull over. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Make Brewskies your go-to happy hour spot every Friday. Monday through Friday, happy hour goes till 7 p.m. But wait, actually, happy hour doesn't end on Friday. Every Friday, it's all day and all night happy hour. It's Brewskies. You're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. So come get your grub on. It's Taco Tuesday at Brewskies. $1.50 street tacos, $5 signature 22-ounce margaritas, $3 Jose shots, and trivia at 7 p.m. Taco Tuesday at Brewskies. A great deal on Select Kubota Equipment, the number one rated tractor brand for durability and owner experience in the U.S. The versatile lineup features performance match attachments to help you make the most of your land. Right now at participating dealers, get a Kubota compact tractor for zero down, 0% APR for 84 months. Now through June 30th. See them or go to KubotaUSA.com slash offers for full disclaimer. Visit your leading Kubota dealers today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. River Valley Tractor. Motorcycle riders are just like you and me. They could be your neighbor, your friend, your doctor, or maybe the pastor in your local church. More motorcycles are on the road than ever before in Arkansas, and it's time we started looking out for them. Look back a second time before you make that turn, or before you pull out in an intersection. It might take two seconds, but it just might save a neighbor's life. Take two for Arkansas. It's worth it. Look twice for motorcycles. A message from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. Hearn's Superior Alignment, Jets Gas Service, and Pinnacle Automotive, all in Little Rock, present the Bumper to Bumper Certified Service Center's Indoor Car Show, Saturday, May 6th at the Conway Expo Hall. Register morning up starting at 7 a.m. or pre-register online at btbautoparts.com. Best of show wins a $1,000 Visa gift card. There will also be best of awards for truck, muscle car, original, rat rod, Corvette and off-road, along with having class awards from pre-1949 to present. It's the Bumper to Bumper Certified Service Center's Indoor Car Show, presented by Hearn's Superior Alignment, Jets Gas Service, and Pinnacle Automotive. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. That's tradition right there. Brew hat. Yeah, beer hat. Oh, no! Battles deep into the night! That's left the stadium entirely! On 103.7 The Buzz. We're going to get to Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds in just a few minutes, but one thing I can always tell you is not ever going to trigger us here on Out of Bounds is Guatney Chevrolet, where they have all the finest vehicles with the award-winning sales and service staff that you will ever need. Right now, the weather is beautiful. Need you a new ride. You need you a new truck. You're probably driving out there in some old, beat-up truck from some other make and model, and you're like, man... Just doesn't it doesn't have the stuff that I need. It doesn't look good. It doesn't make me feel good. Well, change that right now with Guadney Chevrolets. They got plenty of inventory, plenty of great deals going on throughout the month of May, and they're so conveniently located right up there in Jacksonville off the Gregory Street exit. And you go over there, you'll be able to see people that'll welcome you in. There's no pressure. They just want to make sure that you get a vehicle that you want to be in at an affordable price. They can help you out. They've been in Arkansas since 1957, and they are true Arkansans. They understand the state. They understand the people, and they understand what's important to them when it comes to the car buying experience. So don't go to any other dealership. Don't waste your time. Head over to Guatney Chevrolet there in Jacksonville, 1301 TP White Drive. You can also shop them online at guatneychevrolet.com. Uh, again, we appreciate Trent Daniel coming in with us in the in the previous hour and a half or so. Always good to catch up with him, talking a little Razorback baseball 
there too. And uh, before we get to Trigger Tuesday uh, from the uh, Asher Record High Fan Feedback, uh, it's uh, Gridiron Chick says uh, Urban Meyer's college football recruiting philosophy was solely bringing on athletes who excelled in three sports. Just saying. Was it was it all three sports? Was that, I mean that, I know that they had some guys like Percy Harvin who was like track stars and all that, but I, I didn't know if there was a lot more other athletes that maybe I'm missing on that were multi or three sport athletes that he brought in. But I guess that's a good thing to do. <laughs> like if you have guys that are really gifted athletically in different ways too. So, but yeah, I didn't know of any other specific examples. Versatility but. always helps your cause whenever you play sports. Mm-hmm. That's why uh, we you know think about Matt Jones, one of the all time greats. You know, that guy, he was a guy that played uh, football and basketball out of college and definitely worked out for him. Think about some of the the, the fastest players that uh, you've ever seen, uh, at least uh, here at Arkansas even, like just the greatness that they brought and the athleticism that they brought too. It was just so many of them to, to talk about and to choose from for sure. Uh, all right, for Trigger Tuesday, let's uh, get uh, Brent and Stuttgart in. What's up, Brent? What's up, Omniscient One and Joe? <laughs> hey, what's, what's up, Brent? What's up, Brent? Hey, John. Yeah. I could not agree with you more than what you said in in yesterday's uh, uh, Razor... On your podcast, Locked on Razorback. Yeah. About about, uh, the fluidity... Of our basketball roster, roster, you know what you know you know what I'm talking about, right? Right, yeah. Hey, I, I, I just want I just want to say that hey, all I all I want is a is winning. All right, you know what I mean. I wish nothing but the be, but the best careers for any Razorback athlete that played here and hit the portal and performed. Uh, Performed and uh, did things that were right. I got enough. I got nothing but love for those guys, right? But all I'm saying is, how I, I like going to Sweet Sixteen and Elite Eight, hmm. and I want us whatever Mus has to do with a roster to get us to that point of going to that. Uh, is that the third weekend? The the Final Four. Third weekend, yes. Uh and Johnny, what's happening on the Ron Holland, Ron Holland front? What do we know? Uh, other than the fact that it still just looks between going pro or uh, going to Arkansas, so well, it's just I think uh, some people feel like pro might be the the move he's actually looking at, but Arkansas still into the mix too. Hey, you know, you know what, John? Hmm. He can ma- he can make just as much money uh, coming to Arkansas and grabbing that NIL than he can playing. Uh, for G, uh, is it G League Ignite or whatever? It's co- you yes. know what I'm talking about. Yep, yep. G League Ignite. Yeah, and he could make uh, he could make a, a good a good amount of money too with NIL. That's for sure. And who do, who does that team G League Ignite? Who do they play? Can you can you? Yeah, they play that? against they play against other G League teams, but they do have a bit of a different schedule. It's not like uh, your typical G League schedule, but. They're playing against guys who are trying to make it to the NBA, who are trying to keep their dream alive. So they're playing against some good competition. And, uh, you know, their other option as opposed to going to college, they're playing pro basketball. So they're getting that experience. Right. Hey, Joe, before I let you go, how about the Steelers draft? It was good. And uh, most of the players that they got, other than Broderick Jones, who was their first pick in the first round, the rest of the players that they got throughout the draft, they were rated higher on the board than where the Steelers took them. So they did a good job. Well, well that, that, show, that shows good drafting, right, Joe? Yeah, absolutely. Because their their first two picks are first-day starters, wouldn't you imagine? Yeah, but, um, you know, they have a certain philosophy where they're not just going to hand it over to them. They're going to make them work for it, but... Yeah, those are guys that can get in the lineup and be in effect immediately and, uh, and you know, um, have some really good plays throughout the season. Now, they're still going to have to learn because they are rookies coming in and you have to be able to, you know, think about the fact that you don't want to put that pressure on them to go in and, and perform right away. But they have some good vets around them which are going to help them. Hey, and let's hope. Uh, Joey Porter Jr. has 
as good or better career as his father did as a as a legacy pick for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, yeah, he's one of those guys. He's good at uh, PBUs, pass breakups, but needs to develop more so with his ball skills and making interceptions. And that's where a player like Patrick Peterson comes in, who is a veteran defensive back, and he can kind of show him the ropes from that standpoint. So they got some good picks, got some good good players, but these guys are going to need to learn and continue to uh, develop their skills on the next level. I can't think of anybody I'd rather play for in the NFL than Mr. Cool, Mike Tom. Yes, he is that, and the GM is really helping the cause now. Oh yeah, and getting the personnel. All right, y'all. You guys have a great day. All right, appreciate it, Brent. Thanks for calling in as always, Thanks, man. All right, real quick before we take a break, let's go to Trigger Tuesday. I'm angry. I'm, I'm spitting angry. I'm like a tornado of anger swirling about. My heart rate is dangerously high right now. Triggered Tuesday, where you let everyone know what's offended you in the world of sports on Out of Bounds. All right, Trigger Tuesday. It'll be an abbreviated one since we're up against it, but still, it's something that frustrates me, and I'm going to go back to it again. What NBA players, stop hitting dudes in the groin. Stop it. Happened to Jason Tatum. I just don't understand it. Why is this a thing? Why is it happening so often? And you, I, I get that sometimes you try to make it look like it's incidental, but it, it's like, come on, man. Everybody knows better than that when the replay. You don't just flail your arms like that. So I, I get it. It's, it's like, it, it, it's just weird. It's just weird to me. I don't understand why it keeps happening. It needs to stop, but uh, it just happened for sure. should never happen once, but it's happened just way too many times here in the NBA playoffs. What triggers me is uh, the thought of counting teams out when they go down in an 0-2 hole in any series, in any sport, before they played a home game. Now, it's one thing if they're down 0-2 at home, and, uh, you know, you think going on the road now it makes it that much tougher. But when you start out on the road and you're down 0-2 for certain people to count you out, it's not feasible from a sense that look at what the Warriors were able to do going down 0-2 against the Kings. And they had a chance to win that series in six games. So, meaning they had won three in a row, and uh, they, you know, had, were playing an elimination game in game six. So, everybody wanted to count them out after the first two games. You shouldn't do that. You should never do that. And that's why it's a seven-game series, and you have to win four games to ultimately win the series. Well, it's the same thing in the NBA. Like, how, we've seen three people come back from 3-1. Like, the only thing we haven't seen in the NBA is down 3-0, right? Nobody's come back from 3-0 series. So, if it's 2-0, then absolutely they can come back, and they, you can't count them out. So, no, I'm with you on that one. We just saw in uh, Stanley Cup playoffs, the team that had the best season ever in history had a 3-1 lead, and they lost in Game 7. Three. So, you, you never can count these teams out and just say that a series is over. And that's why James Harden was adamant about it's one game, and told those guys, you know, it, okay, of course you're celebrating getting that win, but it's only so much celebration that needs to go on right now before it's time to get off the court and worry about what's happening in the next game. Yeah, 3-1 lead is one of the most dangerous leads you can have in sports. Uh, we have a few people that uh, text in, messaged in, uh, first turn some interest text line. Dragon from Greenbrier says, well, today's trigger of fans who talk about their rivals more than their own fake fans is what he calls them. So it's a good one. I, I've, I've got, I kind of get frustrated, too. And that's all they're obsessed about is just the other people and not their, their own team. <laughs> uh, not that anybody would ever do that type of deal. So, But, yeah, that's a that's a good one there, too. Also, uh, it's from the Asher Record Live fan feedback. NBA fan says the constant comparison of MJ and LeBron, who is the greatest of all time, and now folks are comparing Steph Curry to Irvin Johnson. In regard to the greatest point guard of all time, granted, there will always be comparisons in all things between all people because it gives us something to talk about. However, here's a novel idea. How about we just let individual athletes complete their respective professional career first, then compare and contrast who is the greatest of all time. Let their full career body of work do the talking because it just makes a lot more sense. Yeah, it does. But, Mm -hmm. you know, as he mentioned, those comparisons are always going to be there because these are the guys that you're viewing as the best ever, 
And then if there's somebody that's currently playing that you say, wait, hold on now, that guy may be the best ever. That's where those comparisons come in. Yeah, because people did that for Tom Brady, too. Well, he was still playing, talking about him being the GOAT and the greatest of all time. So GOAT is thrown around a lot more than it needs to be in this day and age, though. I agree with that, too. I agree with that, too. To get to get the GOAT status you got to be like above and beyond and like like a Tom Brady I think is deserving of it the dude has 7 Super Bowls like and and like all these records like that's something but you know you're out there calling other guys the goats and stuff where there's other players that are much better than them yeah I can't get really down with that but hey we're up against it final commercial break and a final segment of 3 and out coming up next on Out of Bounds if you don't already have the Bet Saracen Sports Wager app, download it today from the app stores or go to BetSaracen.com. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton in their summertime auto loan special. Interest rates as low as 2.49%, no payments for 90 days, or 84 months financing. Offer valid on new 22 or 23 models, or you can refinance your current auto loan. Apply securely online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Now serving Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. Come check us out this Thursday at Take 5 Oil Change on 10907 Rodney Parham Road in Little Rock. We'll be broadcasting live there from 6 a.m. until 10 a.m. And we'll have some cool Take 5 Oil Change swag items to choose from, too. Come check us out. And while you're there, take advantage of their $20 off any oil change special that is available this Thursday through Sunday only. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Store right here in Sherwood. Well today I want to talk to you about why I would like for you to consider Fletcher Dodge when you need a new or a pre-owned vehicle. You know, shopping for an automobile makes most people uncomfortable. It can be a stressful experience, but we want to take away the stress and give you a pleasant buying experience with confidence in what you hear and you see. Folks, our business depends on you returning to us over and over again over the years. We've been here in Sherwood for over 25 years, and many of you have bought five, six, or seven vehicles from us. Most of our sales staff has been here a long time. As you know, all of our pre-owned vehicles have the prices right on the windshield. Our best price is there for everyone to see, and our new cars have Frank Fletcher's green tag showing all of our specials. So folks, please come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood, or you can shop us online at FletcherDeals.com and give us a chance to serve you. If you have been impacted by the recent tornado or know someone who was, listen to this message. Natural State Wholesale is opening its doors to you when you're ready to rebuild. If you need flooring, kitchen remodel, or a bathroom remodel, Natural State Wholesale is here for you. And you can trust them to deliver the best product and the best price today to help you rebuild. Visit online at naturalstatewholesale.com or stop by in Cabot 203 Commerce Park Drive. Natural State Wholesale, here for you. So go see the Flooring King. This year, we considered hiring an ad agency to help us with our marketing. They pitched impressive visuals and a script that was inspiring. And exotic animal mascots to help grab your attention. In the end, we just decided to tell it to you straight. J.D. Power ranked Shelter Insurance number one in customer satisfaction among auto insurers in the central region and number one in price. See Candace Alford in Gravel Ridge, Brian Kress in North Little Rock, or Michelle Herring in Whitehall. If you aren't using Mosquito Joe yet, what are you waiting for? Mosquito Joe provides customized mosquito control solutions specific to your property. It's not a one-size-fits-all deal. Whether it be our standard barrier treatments, a full-scale misting system, or maybe even Mosquito Joe's commercial-grade repellent systems for patios and special events, Mosquito Joe provides a satisfaction guarantee with everything we do. So stop smacking yourself in the face and visit arkansas.mosquitojoe.com. It's Justin Aker for Serta Pro, my go-to painter. I've used him for so many projects in a few of my homes over the years, and I've got a new project I'm about to get them to work on. It's an outdoor deck. Stain it, seal it, make it look great and protective for the future. Make an investment in your future by getting Serta Pro to paint the outside of your home and improve that curb appeal. If you're thinking about selling or just want to have a nicer place to come home to every day, Serta Pro can help with all of it. They'll help you with paint selection if you need it. They're going to clean up afterwards. You're going to be thrilled. Each Serta Pro painter's business is independently owned and operated. They live in your community. You can schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. It's not just about the size of the meat. It's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. 
their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are Boom. out of here. All right. It is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into. Uh, first off, a little uh, sports related going on with uh, the NBA. Doc Rivers says Joel Embiid's status for game two will be health-based not based on what happened in game one. As if to say, oh, because they won, they're going to rest him more, or if they would have lost, they would have played him. Nothing like that. They're saying that it's all going to be health-based. And they said they also worked out uh, this afternoon. So we'll see uh, what happens. But he also, Doc Rivers, that is, expects uh, Joel Embiid to remain doubtful for game two at this point in time. Chiefs are making moves at the running back position. They re-signed Jarek McKinnon to a one-year deal. And they declined a fifth-year option on C.E.H., Clyde Edwards-Alaire. And uh, once again, the fifth-year option, it involves if you're going to guarantee the salary for a player who's injured in that season and they're going to get a maximum salary for that year at the position. And so with uh, C.E.H.'s injury history, they didn't feel like it's a good move to Give them that fifth-year option, so they decline that fifth-year option, but they bring back Jarek McKinnon. Got to talk about this at the beginning of the show, but I still wanted to bring it up because it's still funny because uh, the MVP announcement for the NBA is going to be announced tonight, and Nikolai Jokic, who has been just uh, so good for, for so many years and has won two uh, MVPs already, he was asked about his interest in uh, tomorrow, or this was yesterday, asked about his interest in tonight's MVP announcement. He says, zero interest. That's all that he cares about. But uh, I don't know what I enjoy more, just uh, his response to that or when people are posting pictures of him as a kid because uh, you think about him and what he's done. He was literally, he looked like me as a kid, like a, a chubby little kid that <laughs> seemed like uncoordinated, never would have thought would be a, an NBA MVP. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's all over the place, man. But he doesn't really care about what ends up happening tonight. He only cares about winning a championship. PSG has suspended Lionel Messi, and uh, it's due to him missing training on Monday. Now, uh, going into uh, their most recent game, PSG manager told the players that if they came away with a win or a draw in that game, that they would get Monday and Tuesday off from training. But if the result was a loss, that they were going to have to train on Monday and Tuesday. And Messi, he went to Saudi Arabia because he wanted to take part in an event to honor one of his sponsors. But as a result of the game, they lost. And so that meant that he needed to be there available for training. Well, he flew to Saudi Arabia anyway without asking permission. And now the result is he's been suspended. So he's not going to train with the first team and he will not be paid during his suspension. And his contract is a hefty one. So some of this pay that he's going to miss over the next two weeks, it's uh, not necessarily going to hurt him in a sense where he won't be able to pay his bills, but he will miss quite a bit of money. So we know with uh, late-night talk shows, uh, there has been an issue or at least something that's been brewing with the writer's strike about to happen. Again, could uh, put a lot of these shows on on pause, uh, dealing with, of course, uh, with Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Stephen Colbert, and even James Corden, who is going to be uh, announced that he's stepping away here soon. But according to reports with the James Corden show, is uh, there, there's a lot of uh, people being skeptical or at least trying to figure out maybe the cases of him leaving and what's been going on. Well... Uh, according to sources, this might be the reason why the Late Late Show, as they call it, it was costing 60 to $65 million a year to produce, but was netting less than $45 million for the year. Uh, an executive said it's simply not sustainable. CBS could not afford that show or losing the money on the show anymore. So it uh, looks like that might be the case. But st- I, haven't, I can't remember the last time I've really watched a whole lot of late night shows. I'm sure there's still some people out there that have been, but... But the rider strike, if it didn't go well, it could be uh, could be uh, more people or at least more impacts that have on not only not making money, but also just the shows in general maybe going away. Deontay Wilder was arrested on felony concealed weapons charges in L.A. And uh, he's a boxer that is scheduled to get another big fight soon. Anthony Joshua or Francis Ngannou are lingering. But he was pulled over in L.A. They said he had illegally tinted windows and obstructed license plate and so he was bringing attention to his Rolls Royce and once he was pulled over 
they uh, smelled marijuana, so then they wanted to search the vehicle, and they found a concealed handgun at the time. And he said that he'd rather be safe than sorry, so he didn't apologize for anything, but he just said that the reason he's carrying is because he wants to be able to protect himself. Well, at least he's honest about it. Uh, we talk about sequels and reboots and all this. Uh, the newest one, the greatest one, I don't know how this is going to happen, but uh, <laughs> Juana Man, a sequel for that. That movie was terrible. I enjoyed it as a kid because it was just so dumb. Uh, but uh, Miguel Nunez Jr., who played Juana Man, says that there's a sequel in the works. It's from 2002. It's basically where a men's basketball player in the NBA got suspended, so he dresses like a woman to play in the women's pro league. I don't know how they're going to get away with this or how it's going to work out, but the only details that have been given is the fact that Draymond Green apparently wants to play in it. Don't know what role he's going to have, but he just wants to play in it. So I guess that'll be another reboot or re-sequel or whatever you want to call it that's probably going to end up being terrible, assuming that it even gets made. Justin Thoreau, in uh, commenting about his relationship with Jennifer Aniston to Esquire, he says that being in a public relationship, it's a lot more fun than being private. So he says even though they don't have much privacy in their relationship, he enjoys it because... You know, of all the attention that they happen to get. So he, he's uh, all about being out there in public and, you know, with Jennifer Aniston. Uh, so this was an interesting report. According to this report, uh, the number of dog walking injuries has quadrupled in the past 20 years. In over two decades, 422,000 people have gone to the emergency room after being hurt while walking their dogs. Uh, they say that uh, it has uh, a lot to do with different things as far as uh, finger fractures, traumatic brain injuries, shoulder sprains, strains, and all of that. But uh, one of the weirdest things, or maybe the most surprising things, is that overwhelmingly the amount of patients were women ages 40 to 64. So, yeah, when you're out there walking your dog, especially you women that are between the ages of 60 or 40 and 64, Keep your head on a swivel because the injuries continue to go up. Matthew Lawrence, he said uh, recently during an interview that he lost a Marvel role because he refused to strip for the director. So he said that, you know, he's sticking to what he believes in, that he shouldn't have to do certain things outside the realm of what he's wanting to do whenever he's auditioning for certain roles. And he said he missed out on a Marvel role because of it. Like strip, like all the way strip? Like... Like why he would didn't they get need- into detail. He just said that, yeah, he didn't want to strip. So he lost out on that role and a lot of money and and notoriety for playing in a Marvel movie. I don't know why you need a Marvel movie to strip. Anyways, uh, so uh, apparently there's uh, some dumb questions that are being asked around for people asking. And one of them being, is cereal actually soup? 11% of the people out there say yes. Is tea just dirty water? 18% said yes. One percent, uh, 68% said, can you smell air? They said yes to that. And it's a smoothie, really just baby food for adults. 17% said yes, that actually makes sense. A man in Maine had uh, $3 million worth of drugs shipped to a restaurant from Arizona. So, of course, when the shipment came in and they opened it, he was then arrested because, uh, you know, it's against the law and everything. But, I mean... The guy, don't know what he was thinking at the time, but he thought he was going to be able to get away with it. Can't believe Not he didn't. The case. Can't believe he didn't get away. It seems like such a smart move by uh, somebody like that. But, hey, maybe next time you just don't need to get caught with it. Appreciate everybody listening in at about today. For Joe Franklin, I am John Neighbors. Same sports show, same sports channel tomorrow afternoon. Stay tuned, folks. We got Drive Time Sports coming up next. Need a vacation? Give blood with our Blood Institute at Totesuck Days in Conway, Saturday, May 6th, and you could win a seven-night cruise from the Port of Galveston, courtesy of Dream Vacations. One lucky donor is going to win, but every donor will receive a T-shirt and one admission to Magic Springs Theme and Water Park. Donate blood at Totesuck Days, Saturday, May 6th. Visit obi.org. obi.org. <laughs> 